To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Direct from Newstalk ZB's team at Parliament, the Beehive Buzz. Time for the Beehive Buzz with political reporter Aaron Darman. Aaron, how are you doing? Good morning, Nick. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, great, great to, to hear you. Um, Andrew Little has just been made a major announcement. You're at the, the just hot off the the press. The New Zealand Nurses Organisation has decided not to put out put their historic pay equity settlement to its members for a vote. Give us the rundown. I, I, I'm I'm shocked. Bit of a bombshell this morning. Out of the blue, around uh, 10 o'clock, we get this, uh, this statement from Andrew Little's office that say that basically says this nurses' pay equity settlement won't uh, be agreed to by the nurses' organisation. Then a 10.30 press conference. I've literally just run from... Uh, the beehive office of Andrew Little to our office uh, to do this to, to, to do this cross and I mean long story short in December they reached a settlement it's the most significant pay equity settlement in history now this pay equity settlement would add more than 520 million dollars a year to the health payroll cabinet says it's released the money it says it's ready to go and pay the nurses but of course Government funding has its limits, and we understand that one of the issues around this pay equity settlement is the issue of back pay, pay. and so nurses aren't happy with the amount of back pay that they would get. Of course, the unions and the health boards agreed that it would put uh, this settlement to nurses uh, to vote on next week, and then last night Andrew Little says he was notified that the nurses' organisation would now not do do this. So a lot of drama on uh, on this very breaking and developing story. So, so Aaron, this is how I read it because I've been following the story because I'm a huge advocate of nurses, right? So that's half a billion dollars, right? That $520 million to me is half a billion dollars, right? So if you put in the back pay, which is quite significant, and, and, and I think there's some people I heard stories of three, four years of back pay. So the amounts would be, I, I'm only guessing, would be massive. And, and the government just probably can't afford it. That's exactly it. Uh, we asked uh, the minister just now, hey, how much would this be? And he said it's hundreds of millions of dollars, if not more. And and I guess the real sticking point here, and according to Andrew Little, there's just no more money in the kitty. For him, the negotiations and the amount of money that they can put forward from a government point of view is, is f- finished. It is done. And so really, he's urging the nurses to kind of take this deal uh, and to run with it uh, because from, from, from our perspective and from the government's perspective, there's no more money coming from the Crown. Yeah. Surely there is that little bit of settlement. I mean, that back pay people are thinking they're going to buy a house with it. That's a deposit for their house. You know, that, that's a big deal for nurses. And I get that, totally get that and understand it. But surely if we're that close, there should be someone that could broker that deal and say, OK, instead of two years worth of back pay, we'll give you, you know, a maximum of 20 grand each or something. And that would cost millions and probably hundreds of millions, but it still probably could be done. It's so close to a settlement. I'd love to see it done. 
We are so close, and it is. it was very clear uh, to hear Andrew Little's frustration. I think he's very concerned by the fact that there really is a binding agreement in place uh, and that now there's no progress uh, being made in terms of actually signing that agreement and, and kind of signed, sealed, and delivered. And so there must absolutely be some brokering going on. Of course, Andrew Little, as the Minister of Health, is not directly uh, engaged in the negotiations themselves, uh, but you must think that hey, if there's a little bit of extra cash that we can put aside to just let's get this it. deal over the line, they'd do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, great work, Aaron. Larissa Wall, um, f- to me, this is a major disappointment. It's a sad day for politics for me today. Her valedictory speech is today. Uh, this has been really, for, uh, once again, personally, and you don't have to agree with me, you can totally disagree with me, and we've only got a minute. I reckon this is a sad day, and no, there's no winners here. There are no winners here. Louisa Wall has made an immense contribution to Parliament and uh, from all sorts of different bills and pieces of legislation that she's seen through the House, Louisa Wall will be remembered for the politician, for the MP that was willing to sit and stand and put her head above the pulpit. Of course, that meant, as she has revealed over the last week in uh, a number of really controversial interviews, that Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern wanted her out of her caucus and told her that she simply would not be in her cabinet as a minister. This is the reality in a way of politics. If you stand away from the partisan politics, uh, the right or the left, then ultimately uh, you're going to struggle to to really uh, push yourself up into a cabinet position. And so it'll be interesting to see valedictory speech this afternoon. It's understood that it'll actually be reasonably focused on her electorate uh, and focused on her contribution as opposed to any other controversies. But we do wait and see. Louisa Wall will be remembered. Thanks, Aaron Darman, uh, political reporter. News Talks at Beat.